Now we mentioned last night on the show that um, there was a, what I, you know, referred to as a strange thing happening next Friday night uh, outside Dublin Castle, starting at Dublin Castle. Anyway, it's called the Art O'Neill Challenge, and I know about it because Ray Harmony plays guitar. Which something happens, uh, which is the band I'm in, uh, sent me a photograph of himself in training for it, in which he appeared to be eating what appeared to be a uh, a glass kind of weird uh, compass thing, really. So I, I really got intrigued by what it is he's involved in this Art O'Neill challenge and I'm delighted to say that we're joined on the phone now by ultra runner Brian Kitson and the organiser Declan Cunningham tell us a bit more about this Brian, Declan you're both very welcome how are you tonight? Hey Tom very well Good good to hear you both in good spirits <laughs> and uh, you've had lots of warm food and wearing dry clothes at the moment <laughs> yeah, Just for a change <laughs> I'm sitting outside in my back garden at the moment. <laughs> Just preparing yourself, are you? <laughs> in a deck chair and shorts. Yes. <laughs> That's the way. Rock hard, man. So, Declan, maybe you might be the best one to, to, to tell people a little bit about it. What exactly is it? I mean, I know you're meeting up outside Dublin Castle, but tell them what happens after that. Well, the whole thing is based around the, the history of the, the uh, an escape from Dublin Castle by Arthur O'Neill, his brother Henry, and Hugh O'Donnell in 1592. And they had to get from there then all the way. Uh, to Glen Malure where there was kind of like a, a rebel stronghold at the time and this event basically follows in their footsteps or, or, or kind of keeps that tradition alive and has to people have to get 53 kilometres across Dublin and uh, the Wicklow Hills into Right and uh, so it goes as you start at Dublin Castle you kind of go on roads really through up through Harold's Cross and um, yep. uh, Tala isn't it out towards Wicklow that, that part's essentially road running Declan isn't it it is yeah. the first thirty k. It's like it's like two events back to back. To be honest, yeah. um, there's a like the t- about thirty k on the road before you get to a place called ba- uh, like a forsaken uh, kind of a place called Ballynolta Woods near Black Hill, and then the, the the phone really starts in terms of the challenge and the hardship. What exactly happens there, Declan? Uh, well, people sort of well, there's a, there's a fantastic little oasis in the woods uh, set up by the, the the event now. Of course, it's in aid of the Dublin Mixer Mountain Rescue Team, and it's run by and for the team. As a, as a total charity event now. And uh, there's a, a massive checkpoint in the woods there where people get their drop bags, have a change of clothes, a little bit of soup, and then they're kind of shoved sort of unceremoniously into the, the wilderness. Uh, and it's all sort of, <laughs> they're all kind of unknowing, I think, uh, a lot of them. Uh, some repeat offenders, of course, but uh, for the most part, people kind of go into the wilds there and it's a little bit of doubt about what happens after that. W- what time would they be arriving at that spot at before they head off? Uh, well, there's two starts. The walkers, uh, as we or trekkers, we call them, uh, start at midnight, and then the the hybrids and the ultras will start at one o'clock. Right. So they, they, people won't get to that checkpoint till probably about four in the morning. Right. So it's not getting bright at that time. Sure, it's not. It's still pitch no, dark. No, no, it won't be bright till eight o'clock. Eight yeah, o'clock. Good look at that. Right. And then after, <laughs> I love it. After you leave, after you leave that point, second, let's go stick with you for a minute. Uh, you're you're still you're, you're you're off the roads now. You're you're going across mountains, are you? Yes. Right. Yeah, into across the the first sort of challenge is, is getting across Billy Burns Gap, and navigationally the, where the, the the route goes is it can be quite difficult. But uh, there's this sort of an unwritten mantra, certainly amongst the ultras, uh, that uh, if in doubt head south, and that sort of applies. But uh, use that sort of mantra at your peril. People need to be well equipped and uh, navigationally right. sound of mind. Yeah, so you're you're cl- you're you're running now because you're an ultra. You're running through all of this. <laughs> you're running over fences and bits of bog and, and yeah. bits of rivers and, and fields. It's a pitch dark tomorrow night. If the weather forecasts are correct, might be a bit of snow there as well. Well, I was out on the course uh, today. I, uh, there are certain sections I like to mark just to 
uh, for safety reasons. <laughs> I have a vision of you urinating on them or something. Trying uh, <laughs> no, no, not marking in that sense. No. All uh, right, good. Yeah, people use their eyes more than their nose to get around the, in the hills, at least. Uh, no, but just uh, there are certain river crossings we like to kind of get people to use or, or stuff like that. But uh, yeah. there, there's a little bit of a, a dusting of snow at the moment. Some of the roads are a little bit kind of... Um, yeah, Brian, you've done this uh, three years in a row. This is your fourth year, isn't it? I have. I have indeed, Tom. Yeah. What was your first year like? Terrifying. Um, I uh, I signed up for it not really knowing what I was uh, letting myself in for, like many people who sign up to Art O'Neill. Uh, I'd, uh, I'd uh, done the Dublin Marathon and the Cork Marathon in 20, uh, that, that year, basically, 2013, the year before. And um, myself and a pal decided to take on Art O'Neill. Didn't really know how to um, uh, navigate, had no real mountain experience. And we bought a compass a couple of, couple of days before Art O'Neill started and figured out, kind of figured out how to use it by reading the instructions on the back of the compass box. And um, off we went into the mountains. And um, Declan is, uh, Declan is uh, underplaying the difficulty of Art. He's a complete sadist. It's the most uh, terrifying thing in the world when you actually get past that first checkpoint and the lovely bonfire there and step foot into the open mountains. I think I'd, I'd, I was in the open mountains for about 10 minutes and I'd already found myself um, waist deep in, in, a, in a bog hole filled with water. So um, and it just got worse from there on in. And when you go, you're heading into total darkness, are you? And how are you able to see in front of you? Well, you you've, obviously um, each competitor would have a head torch, yeah, and uh, head that, torch. That, that throws a little bit of light around the place. But um, it's it's incredibly remote up in the hills there, and it's quite elevated as well. You know, so you're dealing with um, uh, you know often very poor visibility because fog comes in and heavy rain and that kind of thing. So you really can't see an awful lot, and your head torch is bouncing light back into your eyes when there's fog or rain or anything like that. So you know, so. Um, visibility is often very um, is, at a, is at a premium. You can't see right. an awful lot. How long would that go on for? Well, the, um, the Art O'Neill technically isn't an ultra um, in the sense that um, well, it's, it's it's it is an ultra. It's over thirty five, uh, over twenty six miles. But the the road section is the longer part of it. Um, you, you know, in terms of actual distance. But the mountain stage takes far longer and is far more difficult. So you could spend four to five hours. The top guys have spent four hours in the in the mountains. They, you know, some of the the walkers could spend ten hours in the mountains. You know, depending on what speed they're going. Sweet divine God, was there ever a point in it? And you've done it a few times since, where you you wanted to give up or just turn around or cry. <laughs> last year, um, uh, last year, I thought that conditions in the in the mountains were by far the most difficult. Um, it was actually a beautiful night. I don't know if you've ever been skiing, but it was like one of those magical nights where, um, you, you know, there had been quite a bit of snow in the days leading up to Art O'Neill, but the night itself was beautiful, crisp, no wind, clear skies. You know, it really was idyllic until you got to the mountains. Every single footstep I took was in through two foot of snow. I was breaking two foot of snow with every footstep for 20 kilometres for four or five hours. Um, about three hours into it, all I wanted to do was sit down and have a good old cry for myself. <laughs> Somehow I managed to realise that if I sat down, I probably wouldn't get back up again. So just uh, just keep moving forward. Oh, that sounds amazing. What time? I know when you get to the end, there's a hot breakfast waiting for you at the end, isn't there? And there's a cold pint and hot breakfast waiting for everybody <laughs> at the end. Beautiful combination. <laughs> what time would you expect to be seeing that cold pint and the hot breakfast that Brian? Um, last year it took me just over seven hours, just around seven hours, so that would be about eight o'clock in the morning. Um, I'd be arriving in. Right. Uh, Declan, how about you? 
Are you doing it as well, Declan? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I'll have right. the sort of the novel thing of of sending off the first batch only to kind of head out the gate myself uh, in the second start at one o'clock. Um, right. And it, well, getting to the Bar of Ore, uh, without using a car this time is going to be uh, a, a struggle, I suppose. This is my first ultra. I've done. I did the marathon this year as a kind of a training. Yeah. Bit, this is an unknown territory in, in a kind of a, a long distance sense. My God, I could say it's the very best of luck uh, to both of you and uh, try and keep your keep an eye out for Ray Harmon, will you? And keep him safe. Okay, we, we'll <laughs> we, him. we need him. He's <laughs> bringing his guitar. That was the only um, <laughs> stipulation. Is he really? He never does that, I'll tell you. <laughs> um, and people who want to donate money, they can text DWMRT to 50300 and that will give them €4, Euro, 100% of which will go to the Dublin Wicklow um, uh Mountain Rescue Service. So uh, thanks very much for that, Brian Deck. I look forward to hearing how you get on, and Ray as well. Thanks yeah. very much for joining Cheers, us. Cheers, Tom. Fair play. To them. The Art O'Neill Challenge. So think about that on Friday night. Many of you may be heading out uh, around town or wherever you are for a nice few pints and a bit of a uh, see whatever is action lies in town. If you see those people heading up the mountains running past you, now you know what they're getting up to. Um, God bless them.